we talked to so many people last night at the den who are up and listening this time of day, what time they set their alarm. Don't want to miss part of what happens between five and six on our program. First of all, thanks for all your years of listenership and your friendship. And secondly, I apologize for still being playing music at five damn 30 in the morning. I know but- <laughs> we were a little behind. Sorry, that's bad. But folks, like the great line in the first Jurassic Park movie, the phones are working. <laughs> yes, they are. That That's big for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of people that wanted to get in and reserve a table for the Doghouse Parade Banquet fundraiser and event for the Yellowstone Valley Animal Shelter end of October, and they couldn't get through. So right. today, um, they'll be able to get through. Well, and there's still, I, uh, I, even though I knew I was wasting my time, my stepmom is still the one person in my family that has nothing to do with the internet, doesn't have a smartphone. I said, if you get a smartphone, it works like a regular phone. We can FaceTime, we can Marco Polo. I said, I can teach you how to look stuff up, how to find stuff. Nope. I said, Ed, you don't have to. You know what? She, she'd love this event. She would. Oh, yeah. Well, anybody that's the main curator at a pet cemetery? Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of, you know, putting them in the ground and not seeing them again, this mm-hmm. is an event that, you know, gives people a way to enjoy their pets forever with something unique and different. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be right up her alley. You want me to run up and get her? It don't matter to me. Yeah, you're damn near there anyway. I'm closer, Wilson. <laughs> Somebody asked me that last night. How damn far out are you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I said, yeah, this is about a two-day ride out here. Well, and we got to be coming. I don't remember the exact day that my cat died, but my stepmom does. And she calls me every year. How you doing today? I'm good. Why? Well, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Oh, well, this is the anniversary of Peeper. I said, was damn near 20 years ago i'm good (laughs) somebody suggested that to me last night that um at our trip party we do a flakes trivia question and we ask questions for years and years and years that have to do with our show Mm -hmm. and she said for instance uh what was the name of mark's cat right or something like that i actually Um, did that i've I've done that in, in past years and there's the people we had on stage didn't get them and i remember specifically they didn't know rigor mortis's middle initial. They didn't. No. I remember that. <laughs> See? <laughs> Folks, I you know what? One time, this is what kind of a prick I am. <laughs> and proud of it. <laughs> yes. I I uh I I got so mad one time. Cause Mark and I were doing something and it was big and, and they didn't even know about it. Our sales staff. Right. And and I thought, you know, you're you're going around town. You're selling us. We're the product that you're selling to advertisers and so on. And you don't know anything about us. So I went back there and I gave them 10 questions right. about the Flake Show that they should have known about. And folks, this isn't stuff that a lot of you know about, like uh, how many kids I have and... and uh, Hell, I don't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, hold on. I can't count that high. <laughs> so anyway, so I went back there and I, I I gave them a quiz. I really did. I went back and, and I, I interrupted their sales meeting. And there must have been at the time eight, eight people in there, eight or nine people. And I asked them. Uh, that was also at the time we just had a new general manager and sales manager there. Mm-hmm. And they were not used to being interrupted by lowly air staff. That's right. And uh, I gave them all a quiz. And uh, believe it or not, the new, the new sales manager 
got the most right out of any of them. She had seven out of ten. I still remember her score. Seven out of ten. Somebody asked me that last night that was at the uh, at the uh, trip party about how I could remember that kind of... St- I said, I just... I can remember things. And uh, because I had remembered what they had done or something years ago. And uh, I said, I don't know. It's just the kind of stuff I remember. Um, but anyway... They, uh, the rest of them failed mm-hmm. and failed miserably. What led up to that? You, I was just bragging about my memory. What led up to that <laughs> story? Uh, people who listen closely, listen to the station, the trip party. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. The, the trivia thing, uh, with the people who, who listen for a long time and know a lot about, uh, the show, the development, the history, all that kind of stuff. They thought that would be one a uh, good contest for the uh, trip party. That is November 13th, by the way. Everybody signed up. You get a card, and uh, on that card is all the details. And when you fill the card out at the stop buys, this is the actual card that we mail, and that's why the thing I said the most last night to people was, don't fold, don't fold, don't fold, don't fold. Yeah, it's a postcard. And um, we put a stamp on it, and, and well, I'll read to you what it says. Uh, Secrets, Akumal, Riviera Maya, party Saturday, November the 13th, uh, location will be announced. Um, you can download the Cat Country app for updates. Oh, let's load that in there on us. Listen weekday mornings, 5 to 10. Registration for the party is 7 to 8, party is from 8 to 10. Card is your official entry, must be present to win. And, uh. So you bring that with you. Now, as we get closer, we'll take on air qualifications and stuff. But, uh, you know, that's uh, that's coming up middle of November. We got other things, other fish to fry here earlier. So especially with the big doghouse parade event, which I, you know, after talking to people last night, I think this is going to be a bigger event than we had expected it to be. I get that, too. I think the public can't wait, and I think on that Saturday, October 30th, when we have our public viewing and voting for you folks, everybody out there, bring your kids, everybody, we'll probably do it between like 9 and 3 or so. Um, You'll be able to vote. They'll be able to see all those beautiful doghouses, custom doghouses that are being built, and they're going to be amazing, folks. And you're going to be able to buy one. We're going to let – you don't even – our thing's different. You, you don't have to go to the big gala and banquet in order to bid on the dog houses. Right. Uh, Mark and I decided our meetings don't take long. No. And we decided that uh, after dinner's just about over, we'll open the doors and we're going to, we'll get a hold of the people setting up the event. We'll put some bleachers in there. And uh, that way, folks, if they want to come and get a beverage or something, you can get a beverage. And uh, sit up in the bleachers. You can get a number, register, and you can bid on a doghouse. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else. Uh, write down another table former. Okay. Yellowstone Valley Party Rentals, please. Table of six. All right. can do that. Yellowstone Valley Party Rentals. And um, let's see here. Here's something else, folks. Uh, for those of you that uh, you want to reserve the table for your business, um, you can call us now because our phones are open, 248-5665, email us, all that kind of stuff. And we just kind of uh, have done this to get a jump on things mm-hmm. 
Because what we're going to do, and I don't know if it'll be set up today or by Monday, we're going to use event, uh, what is it, Eventbrite? Right. And you and for the banquet, by the way, you're going to have to purchase your tickets before the night of the banquet because we, we've got to be able to tell the caterer. Right. Uh, and I should have that finalized by Monday. We'll, we'll be able to announce what the meal is going to be. Um, all that kind of stuff, because the one I was waiting on was supposed to get back to me by today. And you know how I am. Yeah. And uh, if you promise me you're going to get back to me by today, then you get back to me by today. Right. And uh, I, I, I have. Look, I admit I have an I have an issue. I have a problem. If if I'm in charge of an event, or if Mark and I do an event, uh, we like to have control of it. We like to make the decisions on it because if things go wrong or mm-hmm. it doesn't go well or there's a problem, that reflects on us as well. Right. And so um, we hope to have that for you by Monday. Well, and you're not you're not claiming that's your only issue, are you? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Quick to anger. I'm just saying sometimes. Okay. All right. Let's talk about issues. Let's talk about issues. I'd rather talk about no, doghouses. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about issues. Uh, Mr. Jerky and Peanuts. Uh, Mr. Well, a fellow's got to eat. Mr. Mr. Last night when he announced that they sold half gallons of booze, his eyes were like wide open. That was actually requested to me by the business Whatever. owner to promote that because they had a lot of that in inventory. My so issue. I'm just doing what I'm being paid uh-huh. to do. Where was I? <laughs> Oh uh, yes, because we uh, we have to let the caterer know. But I, I mean, so far, folks, we uh, just by you know talking here on the phone and talking with folks, we've got about a uh, hundred and twenty-five people going already, uh, just with the tables that have been called in for us. So that's good. Good. And I think we can hold like four hundred there. So we're. Well, I hope we fill that up. And if we open the door to the public and let them in, it'll be kind of like a. Um, all you folks out there to go to 4-H auctions and stuff. You don't have to go to the big luncheons, but you can still get into the 4-H sale and auction. And that's kind of how we want to do it. We want anybody who would want to. I told Mark it would be a great idea for someone whose kids have been dying for a puppy. They want a dog. Well, buy, buy the dog house. Buy the dog house. And... Um, don't let the kids know you got the dog house. And then for Christmas, you could give the kids the dog house and they would wonder why they have the dog house. And then you could walk out with the puppy. Oh, that is good. You know, I mean, it would be awesome. Um, Did you guys ever do anything like that with the dogs you had? No. You just, hey, we're getting a dog and here it is. Well, I it wasn't my decision. I'm aware. <laughs> well, you are like many dads, I know. But it, it, when it comes to dogs. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm all in. Right. Uh, I'm all in on dogs. And uh, so I'm all in. Hell, not too many people have had the number of cats you've had. No, and I have got so many cats right now. Down in my- <laughs> Must be something in the water out there. You know way. what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to film it. I'm going to film it when I walk into my calving barn today and feed them. And then I'll, I'll put that up. You You will freak. Because well, you, you you just got some cats from people here a couple of years ago, didn't you? Yeah. Well, it doesn't take long, right? Um, come on, <laughs> no, come you, on. You seem a little temperamental. Oh, this come morning. on, <laughs> slam me! And uh, I go in there with the food, and there, you look around. They're up in the rafters, mm-hmm. 
You know, they're sits, they're standing on barrels. They're coming in under the shed walls. Hey, I'll tell you, going back to the very first time I was ever at your place when you still had the old barn there and you had you had some carcass hanging in there oh yeah the damn cats are jumping from the rafters and (laughs) landing on the meat i'm like what in the hell faces are all red (laughs) (laughs) marcos get me the hell out of here i do not want to die by cat yeah (laughs) you know that old barn somebody hung themselves in that old barn Hmm. um I had an old barn out there, folks, and it was made out of uh, it was made out of solid fur. And back in the early 1900s, there was an outfit out of the Snowy Mountains, and they would build these horse barn slash hay barns for people all around the area. That's why they kind of all look the same. And uh, I think, from what I understand, from what somebody told me, they cost twelve hundred dollars to build the whole barn, ground up. And they'd use flat sandstone rock, you know, the kind that was about two, three inches thick. And they'd build like a foundation for it and then start putting the logs on. Well, you saw because you were burning some of them. Right. And um, they'd bring them in from the snowy mountains and they would bring in wagon loads. They brought all the material and horse and wagon. And they would be coming down the road and uh, they would pull in there with, I don't know how many teams of horses and wagons and they would, would set up the barns. And this is funny because yesterday was the anniversary. Somebody mentioned that last night at the trip. Yesterday was the anniversary of the day that I bought my first farm that mm-hmm. had this barn on it. And uh, from the family years ago, um, these two sisters, it was their farm. And they were just tough, old pioneer women tough women uh and one of them they were both sisters one of them was married the other one wasn't married and uh the one who was married her husband was was kind of a ah well he he was just kind of out there he was kind of a wild guy uh kind of a, a drunk at times and uh you know i i don't know what exactly what his story was but anyway one day he and her they got into a fight and he looked at her and he said you know what I've about had enough of you and he said I'm going out in the barn and I'm going to hang myself and you know what she said Hmm. she looked him right in the eye and she said you don't have the GD guts to hang yourself wow so he went out there in the barn and he hung himself and she went out there and she found him and she got on the phone because this was like in the 50s they had just had phones she got on the phone and she called one of the neighbors down the road and she said she said my husband just hung himself in our barn i want you to come down and cut him down and get him the hell out of here wow and they did tough Tough old broad. No kidding. I mean, old woman. Well, but, but you know, but yeah. that, that was the expression. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, and I thought I thought I had found the rope in there uh, when I tore it down. Because um, <laughs> so, there, so I'm flipping through the channels yesterday afternoon and stop on paranormal paranormal investigators. You want to have a couple of those guys come out and see if there's any uh, anything lurking? Maybe his ghost is still around there yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Well, the barn's long gone. Yeah. Uh, just one of the 
I had 30 degrees this morning. I had 32. Like also? Or? <laughs> 32. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But, um, yeah, so anyway, the doghouse parade, it's going to be great. We're going to have china, glassware, all that kind of stuff at the meal. And uh, so we we got a busy couple weeks uh, towards the end of October. I mean, we we got our Flakes trip stop bys. We got Flakes giving. We have the doghouse parade and and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, the holidays are here. And before you know it, the trip's here. And then before you you know it, we are all uh, meeting rigor. You know his middle <laughs> initial, Mortis. I want to go to Mexico a couple more times That's first. That's all I right. Think. That's fine. That's fine. Time flies. You know, I'm talking to my mom, you know, and my dad, they said, boy, uh, she says, you don't realize how, uh, how fast it goes. Um, so enjoy a couple things, I guess, while you can, if you can, but, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll try to get the event bright thing up and running for people to buy because if you, you know, there's couples that want to go, or there may be just two people that want to go or or two couples that, and so we'll, uh, we'll have tables for you and we'll put you together. You're going to make friends and, and we're going to have uh, hors d'oeuvres and a social hour with, uh, some drinks and so on. And, and, uh, then we'll have dinner about six or so. And, uh, we're going to try to get the auction going by seven and we ought to be able to do that. Maybe have a few prizes, a little raffle, maybe a 50, 50 and things like that. Play a little heads or tails, you know, things like that. Raise a little money. And uh, Mark and I are picking up the tab for everything, and then the proceeds uh, that we have left uh, will make a huge contribution then, hopefully, to the Yellowstone Valley Animal Shelter to help them uh, with their uh, expenses because they struggle. A lot of dogs and cats, big building, got to feed them, all that. And, uh, in fact, I ran into... uh, Last night, I ran into Dr. Al. Well, you were there. Al Shevsky. Mm-hmm. He's running for the U.S. House again, probably out there in the Western District as soon as they get that uh, all fixed up. Great guy. and Smart, uh, Smarter than a book, too. Yeah. And I, I told him, I, I told him, I said, it's funny because, you know, the older I get, the more, uh, the more caring and loving I am for animals. I said, even my cows, it breaks my heart when I... When I see a cow that gets sick or is dying and I can't do anything about it or I lose a calf or uh, anything like that. And he said, you know, that's not a bad quality to have. And uh, gut-wrenching. Some of that stuff's gut-wrenching if you care. Some guys are pretty heartless. That, you know, it doesn't matter. It's part of the business. It's just uh, it's a thing. But um, I had that one last year. I had that one heifer last year. I love this heifer. She had a calf and she prolapsed. Um, and uh, prolapses are hit and miss, especially if they're really large. And I'm not, at this point, I'm not going to explain exactly all the details <laughs> Good, to Mark you. because Mark, Mark, <laughs> folks, Mark can't even look at a steak that isn't really cooked to perfection. You can talk me into throwing up. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> And I worked on this poor cow, and she was so good, this heifer, and she let me do it, and uh, John and I got it all back in, and I thought she wasn't bleeding, and I gave her anti-infection 
medicine and I gave her some pain medication and, and helped her up and fed her and everything. And she just, um, was just a fighter, just a fighter. And, uh, then she started, uh, uh, a turn for the worse and I knew it. And, uh, I called my vet and he said, you know, Paul, he goes, you've done everything you can. Sometimes it just doesn't work. They'll bleed internally. And, uh, uh, sometimes you hit a home run and sometimes you don't. And, uh, I just, and that, that poor heifer, it just bothered me so much because I'd walk out there and I, and she'd look at, she would look at me right in the eye. Like I am trying, you know, so hard. And, uh, and I knew she was, and, um, you know, I, John and I, we, we got her up a couple times and it was all she could do this, but she tried and she, she stood up, we get her to stand up, you know, so things kind of go back where they should. But if you're bleeding internally, you know, there's nothing you can do. And, right. Oh, it was awful. And then she started, she started to bloat, uh, on me and I, I did an emergency. Um, well, I don't want to tell you, you kind of <laughs> you take a knife and you pop into their room and you let, uh, you know, and, and that helped her a little bit breathe easier. And she was just, I mean, and she just, uh, she gave up and, uh, it's sad because, you know, they, they know, uh, people th- think cows are st- stupid, but, and, but they know. And, uh, I was out there with her the whole time and she's, uh, they have to stay upright because of the stomach system and their digestive system and so forth. They, they have to, uh, they have to lay upright. If they start laying down on their side, then the gas starts to build up and and things and that what kills them. And she, she was starting to tip over and laying on her side and, and I'd push her back up and she'd struggle with her feet trying to get back up upright, but she was just running out of steam. And, uh, so I, I sat there with her till she died and it took about half hour and, uh, it was awful, bet. you know, but, uh, as I get older, I just, I find myself just caring, uh, more for animals that way. And I see these pictures of these dogs and, uh, that's why the, the elephant thing gets to me. These guys going out and they're shooting these beautiful, majestic animals and they're just cutting their tusks off. Um, And I changed because when I was was younger, I was a horn hunter. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd go deer hunt. I wouldn't eat them, but I was looking just for something with a big rack. Uh, Like you, Mark. (laughs) Why did I know that's where we'd end up? You know. (laughs) 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 So... um, but I, I can't do that anymore. You know, it's funny. It, it, and even uh, when Jake took Hunter's safety, Jake took Hunter's safety. He wanted to hunt. And, uh, okay, great. He took Hunter's safety, and we went out. And he got Hunter's safety and got his license. And uh, we went out the first year and uh, shot a nice little four-point. And uh, he went over, and, you know, he shot it. He killed it. And uh, we gutted it out and hung it up and cut the rack off and save the horns. And, uh, after that experience, that was it. He didn't really, he didn't really like it. Now it's funny because now he's, he's in a business where he will save people and help them mm-hmm. with his orthopedic surgery rather than that. So, you know, as you get older, things change. And, uh, 
and I have a I I have a soft spot now for animals. So I like animals more than I like some of these socialists that are out there. So uh, I just do. But it should be a great event, and uh, we hope we can get as many people there in the tables as we can. And uh, you know, if you folks, uh, if you folks have dogs or anything like that, or even cats, I think we may have a couple people that we're going to build cat houses. It, w- it would be the smart thing to do because <clears throat> those are going to stand out. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We've got schools building them, a couple schools, uh, carpenters, cabinet makers, glass shops, construction companies. Um, so this is going to be some pretty cool stuff you're going to want to see. It's like the song from Red Sovine, uh, Daddy's Girl, when they when they go fishing and the girl asks him, well, won't, won't that hook? hurt the fish's lip so they just turn the worms loose and uh i I can't remember what the verse is you would i should uh uh, won't hurt that fish's lip or something so So anyway um my dad always played that for my sister on her birthday oh yeah i haven't really scanned any much of the news today uh oh i saw uh nancy pelosi over in the UK, during an interview yesterday, called the Republican Party Party a cult. Currently, she, sh- she should be in jail. She should be. Uh, with what her and Miley did, uh, with this, uh, with this, having talking with China about nuclear arms, and they would, uh, they they wanted to assure them that they'll prevent President Trump from even starting a nuclear war. Folks, this is subordination. This is subordination and treason. If there ever was, this is it. They are not allowed to interfere with the commander and chief of our country. It's all documented. It's all there, what their jobs are. They can't do that. They can't be making these decisions outside of the commander in chief. They can't do it. They should be gone. They should be done. Toast. Both of them. It's awful. Awful. Our Congress has lost, and our Senate and Washington, D.C. has lost all of the credibility that they ever had. Lost it all. They're in it for themselves. They're not in it for Americans anymore. They're all in it for themselves. Uh, You look at their wealth, their power, their groups, their travel. uh, It's just, it's sickening. It's just sickening anymore. But they should be in jail. Both of them should be in jail. In jail. Schumer, too. In jail. All of them. The cheating, the scandal, the sw- just like the Russian collusion story. You know, they indicted Hillary Clinton's lawyer yesterday. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, about lying during the Russian collusion scandal. That story was dropped. Look at all the crap they dropped. That story was dropped. Benghazi was dropped. Uh, Afghanistan story, that's dropped. The Joe Biden-Chinagate scandal dropped. 
Hunter Biden dropped. Joe Biden with, uh, withholding a billion dollars of aid to the Ukraine until they quit investigating his kid. Dropped. That was dropped. The, the eight women that came forth about sexual harassment and assaults on the president of the United States dropped. Never heard another word. All of those dropped. All dropped. They've impeached Trump 25 times and they're still trying to do it. And he's not even president anymore. All bunch of losers. All that stuff. Now they're working with this trillion upon trillion dollar massive spending bill. Huge tax increases for folks. These people are crazy. They're nuts. You know what? These congressmen, too, and these schmucks, they all they all got their hands in the till. They, they're all involved with uh, defense contractors. Uh, they all have... Um, uh, they all have jobs after Congress. They go to work as lobbyists for corporations and stuff that they have helped out while they're in Congress. And then they just pad their coffers with millions of dollars from them once they get out and help move the stuff that they needed for their businesses. These guys are all shady and crooks. Mm-hmm. There's a there's probably a dozen of them that have any amount of integrity at all. The rest of them, it's awful. Awful. And people don't care. That's part of the problem. A lot of the people in the country don't care. As long as we get our checks, as long as I can smoke my pot, uh, that kind of thing, uh, we don't care. Well, all these mergers taking place, folks. It's my experience over my lifetime that mergers mean more expense for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smaller the market, the less competition. The less competition, the higher the price. SCL Health, which is St. Vincent Healthcare, is now going to merge with the Utah-based Intermountain Healthcare Group. Little is anticipated to change locally. Uh, St. Vincent will retain their Catholic identity. Intermountain Healthcare is a nonprofit system, 25 hospitals, 225 clinics, and 42,000 employees. Services in Utah, Idaho, and Nevada. SCL, they operate our hospitals here, but also in Colorado and Kansas. And, uh, in the world of competitiveness and with other health systems and hospital systems around the country, joining forces, um, they have to merge. They have to keep their, you know, it's easier to operate uh, one administration, one health plan, all that kind of stuff. So right. um, the bad part is on things like this is when the competition goes away, your choices are limited, and when your choices are limited, prices go up. Right. Um, and healthcare is a huge expense. So, 
that's uh, that's worrisome. But you know, that's life as it is. Uh, banks do it. Auto companies do it. Oil companies do it. Uh, you know, Hell, radio stations did it. Radio stations did it. Everybody merges. Um, cut costs, cut overhead, but yet uh, able to. Well, and it, it's it's my uh, it's kind of like my way of thinking, where I where I thought, look, all the kids that go to high school games should get in free mm-hmm. because when they get there, the $2 that you were going to charge them is going to go to you in pizza sticks or M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And this is the way mergers work. Well, so we have this huge group of hospitals throughout an entire four or five state area. So we don't care which one you choose because in my saying, it all goes into the same granary. It all goes into the same granary. And that's their line of thinking. Uh, it's like here, we got five radio stations. We don't we don't care which one's your favorite station and which one you want to advertise on. All goes in the same granary. Right. And that's uh that's what these mergers do. Headline job market worrying Wall Street. Uh this is a stupid article. There's almost 11 million jobs that are open. People are refusing to do it uh, because the Democrats are, they have enslaved them, only this time it's through money. They have complete control of them. Complete control. People getting checks every month for their kids, stimulus check. They have complete control of them. Ken Jennings is now the new host of Jeopardy for a while. Going to do it till the end of the year. He's kind of boring. He's smart, but he's boring. Yeah. Joe Biden's trying to start a new Indo-Pacific alliance with Australia and Britain to counter China, and that's pissing everybody in China off. We already got NATO. We don't need another alliance. If they want, they can join NATO. Britain's already in it. That's stupid. Oil yesterday stayed even $72 a barrel. Gas is three nineteen now, in case you folks uh, aren't keeping track. You notice when you fill your pickup up now at $60, mm-hmm. $70? Getting back to that $100 level again, that's not good. John Tester. I can't even talk about him anymore. And uh, other than that, oh, did your phone go off for the Amber Alert yesterday? Yes, it did. Yeah, they found that teenager. Good. And and I'm glad they used the Amber Alert like that. Mm Mm-hmm. They found that teenager. You know, I I just um, 
I just don't like when they give you the description of things and and say, if you see something like this, call local law enforcement. I, I don't know why they do that, because when they say we're looking for a we're looking for a black Dodge pickup mm-hmm. and they don't have the license number. You know how many black Dodge pickups there are running around or we're looking for a white male, six two, 200 pounds. Okay. So are you supposed to call them with every white male who is 6'2", 200 pounds? No. I, I hate no, when well, they and, do that. And a lot of times going back to the vehicle, it's a, it's a red Nissan Pathfinder, which is great if you sell Nissan Pathfinders, but there's only about 500 different models of cars out there mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Folks, that's something everybody in law enforcement will tell you. Be a better witness. Get get more details. Get better descriptions. Get license plates if you can. Yeah, God, you got your freaking phone out for every other thing. Right. Um, send them a picture then that way. But anyway, that's, uh, that's good. They found, uh, they found that person. And, uh, if you want to go to Cooney, guess what? Don't take your boat. Low water. All the bottom of the boat ramps are exposed, covered with enough silt to make them unusable. But thing about it is, if you got enough guys and you got, <laughs> if you got en- if you got enough guys, Mark, that, that's a fact. And you got enough Bud Light, we're going boating, man. Yeah, I don't that's care. right. Yeah, we're gonna get that boat in there. All right, we're gonna get it in there. You know, an old trick. I, an old trick I learned from an old rancher. When you get your feet stuck in that real gooey thick mud and it's suction on, and you can't pull your foot out, right. just take a shovel handle or something and go right down the side of your leg and it just pushes the air down in there and then you can pull your leg out. Okay. So you'll get her in there. Go <laughs> ahead, guys. Get her done. Fill that cooler and get well, her done. Hell, they got a little store up there and they got a 30 rack on there. sale. Get her done. <laughs> get her done. Tostitos with a hint of lime is going to court. Tostitos Hint of Lime flavored tortilla chips are the Tostitos original restaurant style tortilla chips you love with a zesty lime flavor to complement all of your favorite dips. The people suing saying there's no lime in there. Yeah, we, we said it's lime flavored. I know, but it's, there's no lime. Well, then don't buy them. <laughs> and I saw, I saw a little clip on Fox this morning. The attorneys for both sides duking it out. Both positive they're right. Mark will put a lime in a lot of stuff, but it isn't a coconut. That's milk. He's not gonna. He ain't messing with coconut milk. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pass on the milk, and I'll try one of your feature cocktails today. Besides, we all saw the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks, and we know what too much coconut milk does to you. Mm-hmm. I shittied up a tree one time and got a coconut down in Palm Beach, or not Palm Beach, uh, Pompano Beach, Florida, once. That was a waste of time. <laughs> I'm just a young, stupid kid. I was only 12 at the time, and they, my sisters or somebody talked me into going up that thing. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm stupid. Uh, hold on, folks. I'll be with you in just a second here. Try that for COVID. That may work. <laughs> 